a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What does it take to completely change the experience a customer has when they walk into your office? That's what we're going to be talking about on this episode of Story Connect, the podcast. My name is Andy Johns. I'll be your host. And I'm joined today by Amy Harrelson, who is the marketing manager at Pineland Telephone in Metter, Georgia. Amy, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. So we talked about quite a few things here uh, today, but the first thing that you notice when you walk into Pineland is it doesn't look like a lot of telco offices uh, that I've been in before. It's a, it's a very contemporary look, very modern, and that's kind of what we want to talk about here. But really the change went way beyond just the physical um, changes to the building. There were things with the mission statement, with job titles, all that sort of thing uh, that we're going to get into. But let's talk about the, the building first. So like I said, Amy, this, um, this building doesn't look like your typical telco uh, office. And I think that's kind of what you had in mind when you all got started uh, a little over a year ago with this remodel. Uh, that's right. Um, typical telco offices and hours included um, in a lot of senses look like a bank. And we are selling products of, or technology products. So we really wanted to incorporate what we were selling in the appearance that people saw when they walked in the door. So about a year and maybe a year and a half ago, we started looking at everything we do. And we really felt like part of that was to change the customer experience and let them um, get a little taste of what they're going to have at home. So we gutted our facility in April of this year, um, at least part of it, and came back um, completely different with a modern contemporary feel with uh, computerized kiosks where people can actually touch and feel what they're going to have at home. We're recording this in uh, December, kind of mid-December of uh, 2016. So in case this gets published um, after the first of the year, uh, that's kind of the time frame. So from April until it opened in September or October, when when did it reopen and, and what was the initial reaction from folks? Um, we uh, closed down for the remodel the last week of April of two, 2016, and we came back over here the last week of September of this year. And um, the the people who walked in the door were very, very surprised. They had no idea that someplace in Metter could offer this kind of technology and this look. It was very, very surprising when they walked in the door. And the thing is, most of them come back and go, it's different, but I like it. Good, and that's what you want. Different different isn't always a good thing, but if they like different, then that's, that's good. Just to do my best um, radio play-by-play attempt here, when you walk into the front, you've got a lot of... Um, kind of brushed aluminum look. You've got uh, the floor is, uh, part of it is kind of a grayish wood um, uh, wood look floor. Uh, you've got um, the big colorful on the, uh, this little thing, but on the men's and women's restroom, it's a giant M uh, painted with the company colors and then a giant W. Um, overhead, you've got some, uh, I don't know, scaffolding's the right word, but it almost looks like that kind of track lighting feel with um some historical pictures of uh, the old service vehicles and the, the old 1953 switchboard and operator, that kind of thing. So it really does a good job, I think, of, uh, like you said, presenting that technology, futuristic, modern feel, but not forgetting that history uh, that, that where you've been before and kind of telling that story. That's right. Um, a lot of our, well, in rural America in general, you have a 
vast differential of clients. You have a lot of clients that are more mature. You have the, the younger group as well. And you want to give all of them something that they can appreciate. So we want them to appreciate the updated feel and the new technology, but yet we want to make sure that they remember where we came from. So we created a timeline across the ceiling that is interchangeable with about 24 photos that um, date all the way back to 1951 that we've enlarged and, and lighted. And um, that right now, that is the most talked about feature in the facility. I believe it. It's a nice look. And uh, like I said, it tells that story. Now, I know that we talked a little bit before, um, but you've been here about two years, and part of what you did um, was, uh, since you've been here, was working to get folks um, to think customer service. And sometimes that means a job description, a job title. Sometimes it means physically moving things around, and you've kind of done both uh, with this. So let's talk about just what you've done, uh, both on the physical uh, remodel and with job titles, that kind of thing, to make folks think more customer service and kind of changing the identity of who it is interacting with, with those customers. Um, well, well, with most telcos, they've been around for a long time. And originally, the telco was the only game in town. They Nobody had a choice. If they wanted a telephone, they had to go to the telco. If they wanted um, Internet in the early days, they had to go to the telco to get um, a copper line. And... We have competition now, whether we're in an ILEC or a CLEC area. We have to really focus more on sales other than waiting on people to walk in the door. We have to entice them to walk into the door. We have to encourage them to purchase our products. So it really was a buy-in from our staff to understand that we have to go out and entice these customers. We have to sell our products. So um, we worked really hard on our... Um, our employees learning what our products were and how they use them. Um, we added a lot of, we added watch TV everywhere. We've upgraded our minimum internet speed to 10 meg. And um, during that, we, we, when I came on board a little over two years ago, we had a cashier stand and we had a customer service stand. Those two were not interchangeable. So you paid your bill here, but if you had customer service questions, you had to go over there. So when we remodeled the building, we also changed employee titles and employee jobs. Sounds like a good time, good time to do it. Oh, oh, yes, very much so. We actually took a cashier job and a customer service job, and we created a customer experience associate. And that customer experience associate can help you pay your bill. They can help you set up your auto drive, but they can also help you with your account. They can upgrade your service. They can um, add new products. They can discuss any of the questions that you have. They can do, um, you know, frontline troubleshooting. Great. We're uh, we're here again speaking with Amy Harrelson, marketing manager at Pineland Telephone in Metter, Georgia, kind of right between Macon and Statesboro, a little more on the Statesboro side, I guess, uh, where they have customer experience associates. I like the name of that. Um, now, at that time, and it's it's literally plastered on the wall or, or on the um, uh, the glass there, but um, you took that the chance to remodel. You also took that opportunity to either redo or, or create a mission statement and core values. Um, it was kind of a time of, of like just like with the job title, it seemed like a good time to, to redo that as well. Um, this actually was a creation. We okay. did not have a mission statement or core values at the time. And in October, November of 2005, we got a group together and we created what um, would become our mission statement and we developed some core values that the entire company follows. Um, and our mission statement um, 
right now is Pylon's mission is to offer an outstanding customer experience through the efficient delivery of progressive technology solutions in the market served. And we will achieve this mission by applying our core values of excellence, integrity, innovation, and a servant's heart in everything we do. I think that's nice. It's succinct. It hits all the high points, uh, just like you need to. Now, you, you said it was 2015 when you, you got together, or? Um, in, 2015, in late 2015, we actually when, started looking okay. at our efficiencies and okay. determined that we could, we had some areas of improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really began breaking things down and combining um, job duties mm-hmm. and communicating better as a company. Um, so that we can make the customer's experience more succinct, but also our jobs more enjoyable. I think that's a, that's a win all the way around. I want to talk a little bit more about the mission statement in just a second. But since, since you talked about that, is there anything, um, because I know a lot of the uh, marketing department uh, folks out there, customer service kind of does fall under them. Is there anything that, that you found um, that was, and it may, there may be nothing simple and quick and easy, um, but in terms of improving communication um, within the company, is there anything that, that is, uh, you've been able to do on the marketing side that has kind of helped facilitate uh, more of that or, or anything to improve some of that kind of internal communication? I think the biggest thing is trying to make sure that our customer experience associates know the products that we sell and they are able to use them properly. A lot of times you have the plant guys and, and the technicians who see everything new and they learn how it works, but they forget to bring it to the front office. Well, the front office is the one that sees the customer first. So if they don't understand what they're selling, they can't do a good job of selling it. So we've really went the extra mile to make sure that they know how to use Watch TV everywhere. They know how to use our email service. They know how to do you know, short-term troubleshooting on all of this. Um, um, learning how to rent movies, um, how to figure out what um, their PIN number is to, to rent a movie. So we've really went the, that, that I think is probably one of the biggest thing, changes that we made is educating our staff. Sure. sure. What, is, what did that look like? Was that, I mean, did you have training here in, in-house or online tutorials? I mean, what, how, do you, how did you go about educating them? Um, a little bit of both. What okay. we would do is, um, and we still do this um, on occasion, is we actually open late one day a month during the okay. slow week uh-huh. um, because that's the easiest way to get them is before work. Right. And, Not, know, but you don't do that the week bills are due, I guess, yeah, <laughs> during the slow time, uh, right? We do that during the, the, dur- during the slow week. Sure. We, we will open at 9 or 9.30, and we have an hour to an hour and a half training session, and um, we require all of our customer experience associates and other staff that may need it to attend that training. I love that. I really like that idea. So, so often what we hear is... Um, you know, the, the frontline folks don't know what marketing's doing and marketing doesn't know what they're doing. And that's a great way to do it, to do that. Um, now, let's talk real quick as we wrap up here. Um, I just have two more things for you. But uh, with the mission statement, uh, I think anybody who's gone through that, um, it's very easy to get too many cooks in the kitchen when you've got a mission statement. So how how do you even begin when you've got a, what, 60-year-old company, 60-plus-year-old uh, company that doesn't have a mission statement or core values? How do you go about getting that together where where do you start and how did you wind up getting to to where you got um well the thing is i think that we did everything that our mission statement our core values said beforehand we Mm -hmm. just didn't have it on paper so we didn't quite understand what we were doing so we have a team of seven managers um, across the company 
And those were the seven that actually got together and wrote the mission statement and agreed upon it and also the core values. But the thing is, when you look at the core values, that's, that's the most important part. Excellence, integrity, innovation, and a servant's heart. We're developed as an ILEC. We're, we're developed as a cooperative. Mm-hmm. We're meant to serve the people that are our members. So that, that's really easy. Innovation. We're a technology company. We should not wait for the next greatest thing. We should seek it out. Sure. Um, integrity. That's self-explanatory. Right. Um, we need to, to stand up by what we say. We need to do the, right, do the right thing. And in excellence, we need to do it the best that we can every day. Definitely. Um, I like that, the way it, it hits all those points. And it is, like I said, literally etched into the glass right when folks are coming in. So makes an impression for sure. Now, the last thing, just as we wrap up here, because there may be um, some telco folks listening um, to this podcast who are saying, well, my lobby does kind of look like a bank, you know, just like you said earlier. Um, there may be some folks in the middle of this or kind of starting um, to look at uh, a remodel like you've done here, um, whether it's this bold or, or not. Um, what's some advice that you would give them or, or what are a few things you learned along the way um, that you might do different if you had to do this all again next year, which hopefully you won't. But um, is there anything that you'd like to pass along to folks who may be in the same boat you were in a year or two ago? I would seek out others who have been through the same thing and get their list of do's and don'ts. Um, I think the biggest thing that I ran into is I should have looked at the architectural drawings a lot closer because as we finished up, there would be little things that that we missed. Um, And, you know, in hindsight, I should have noticed them, but, you know, we've got them fixed. And... um, also, just working really, really close with your designer and your architect if they're not the same, if they're not one and the same. Okay. To and your contractor too, because you end up working with a designer, your architect that's doing everything, and then your contractor, and then your subcon subcons that are doing everything else, and it becomes. Um, let's just say I own stock in BC powder and goodies right now. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Understood. Anything in particular of those little things that you may have overlooked that uh, folks need to need to not overlook? Paint. Okay. Branding. Make sure every all of your your uh, electrical outlets. Make sure you have enough electrical outlets where they are supposed to be. Okay. Um, the, when you say paint, you mean the colors, colors uh, to get it to match the brand. Um, you know your your brand is going to be a certain Pantone sure. or, or RBG, and you want to make sure that your paint is is exact. So we had to go back and forth a couple of times to get that right. I okay. Have, I have a lot of sample cans in the closet. All right. Got it. Got it. Well, this has been another episode of Story Connect the Podcast. My guest today has been Amy Harrelson, Marketing Manager at Pineland Telephone. If you're ever down near Metter, Georgia, driving down I-16 to Savannah or wherever, um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and volunteer Amy to, uh, you can stop by and take a look at the lobby. Even if Amy's not here, I think the lobby's worth seeing just to stop by if you're in the telco business. So Amy, thank you for, uh, thank you for joining me on this episode. Thank you. And uh, I am your host, Andy Johns. Until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.